Hello and welcome to the ARIA. I would like to make an important announcement. To those of you who are super sensitive or have experienced trauma, this episode enters into the darker side. It is not R-rated or X-rated, but I do share of a story of my childhood, of abuse, abandonment and loss, which may trigger something in you you may not be prepared for. Please read the self-care instructions attached to this podcast or video before listening any further. Deborah's Aria, The Tale of the Three Towers, is proof nothing is by chance. Deborah's Aria is a new podcast series entering the paranormal and the superhuman ability to transcend trauma. Join her as she explores the synchronicity between past events, present aspirations, and your future. Welcome to the 33rd Ascension. I'll meet you in the Aria. I'll meet you in the Aria. Reality Radio, fused with storytelling you must not miss. As you turn the kaleidoscope, the mirrored color glass shimmers. Behind the reflection, hope and beauty is at your door. Promise is at the window of the night, while your dreams play in your sleep. Ready or not, it awaits. Another world continues through the quantum tale of the Three Towers. Superhuman dreams, secrets, truth, and new revelations. There are dreams, and there are dreams. The ones that come in your sleep, the moments where the mind escapes into the wonderland, and then there are those dark mares haunting the madness of the night. As for the dreams of my heart, the dimensions of the kaleidoscope, the magical mysteries of my creator. It is here I am most marvelled, humbled and tantalised in the sunburst of light. I've had dreams of lovers and of life that have materialised, including the waking mares of death's gloomy shadows wafting across the room. A message letting me know an end is near and a new beginning will commence. It was a very cold morning in November. My friend had been taken to hospital. Katie had been suffering a long, long time, hanging on to life. Death didn't perturb me, but it was a kind of black smoky cloud you never forget. It was as dense and tangible as something you would expect from a movie scene and not to be ignored. Each experience offers insight and a deeper wisdom for me to either apply in a poem, for a phase in a book, or a more complex explanation to something I've been trying to unravel and put into words. All in all, my body, my mind and my heart and my soul 
danced and sometimes flew into the secret zones of the superhuman connection. Time is inclined to slip away. The older you get, the faster it travels. As much as a premonition type of dream is powerful, the daily duties of one's life takes precedent. I knew at the core of my being there was a profound message behind the three towers. I had no idea what it meant in the bigger picture of things, though. At the time, I was newly divorced, smack bang in the middle of an intersection turning 40. It was the fourth saga into the aria. I didn't know it then, but several years later, I discovered while writing my book, every 10 to 12 years, just when life became my own, a divide in the road emerged as if it had been gaped open by an earthquake. It became extremely clear each trauma from my past had turned my world upside down and inside out and made me focus on deeper life issues greater than my own. 1990, 12 years prior. Mum? Mum, I said, as she walked through the front door into my home. I looked directly at her as we both stood face to face. Mum, I said, hi. I couldn't hold back. Did something happen to me when I was really, really little? There was no time for small talk. She peered at me for a moment. Without hesitation, she responded, as if she already knew the day had come. Yes, she said. We had to put you into children's orphanage for a couple of months during the time your brother was born. Your father had to go to work and there was no one to look after you. I was kind of stunned, but I wasn't surprised. Meekly, she continued. Your father, he visited you once, but but you nearly screamed the place down and he never had the heart to return. Well, not until we came to pick you up. We both stared at each other and nothing more was said. She didn't inquire. That was my mum. She rarely inquired, as if she didn't want to know, even though she had some idea why I asked. But I was always asking questions she couldn't or wouldn't respond to. My head spins, the rush of blood flushes my face. I can still sense the trauma of being left as a baby. Over 55 years ago, my mother's dark secret addressed so many questions about why I was the way I was and why she often treated me with coldness, the kind of indifference a mother does when guilt cut the cord of her maternal instincts. The day before, my little man Nate, my son, was having a four-year-old tantrum. He was a bold and strong, willful child, determined to get his way. I didn't handle his outbursts with confidence. Often at my weakest, I'd get this horrible urge to shake him quiet, but I didn't. 
On that particular day, however, my exasperations got the better of me. I screamed at him at the top of my lungs to shut up. I repeated it over and over again for him to shut up. I ran up to him. I grabbed him and I shuffled him into his bedroom. It took everything in me to not lose my mind. That night I felt tremendous anguish. And something so ugly resided inside of me. I went to bed praying, dear God. Why? Why? Please get rid of this horrible feeling and urge. I cried and cried and cried myself to sleep. The next morning I woke up and said, Now I know why I felt so deserted my entire life. Episodes flashed through my mind of different scenarios of loneliness. It was, it finally made sense why I felt anxiety and the sickest feeling of emptiness any time I was left alone, especially under distress. I remember being 10. I was scolded for teasing my little brother. The family went out and left me as a punishment in the house by myself. As soon as they walked out the door, I just started to sob and sob. When the car left out of sight, I fell to the floor and screamed out aloud multiple times, multiple times, shrieking in desperation. Just took over me, this feeling. Don't leave me, please don't leave me, please, please, please don't leave me. I repeated it like a song, a sad, sad song, until my face swelled. It was then I knew there was something wrong with me, but I didn't know what it was. I was ten, who knows about such things as a child. I never told anyone, I was just so embarrassed. It was a lingering shame a feeling my mother had instilled by the words she threw at me over the years in her frustration coping with what had happened. I laid in bed thinking of the vivid dream, the abuse I experienced as a little tiny, tiny wee girl, someone violently shaking me, slapping my face over and over again to shut up, shut up, shut up. Then the images held me fixed in disbelief until I shook it off, relieved, Finally, finally, I know, I know the truth. I know the truth. The day my mother told me the truth was the day I was set free. The dream explained where the rebellious urges came from and my inability to tolerate my son's frustrations. I was reliving what had been done to me. Nate's outbursts triggered a trauma that had been buried and hidden in a family secret for over 20 years. No one knew about it, except my mother and father. Even my grandmother didn't know, my mother's mother. When I talked to my grandmother years later, when I was in my 40s, of course she emphatically said, you must be mistaken. She was just like puzzled. Your mother wouldn't have done that. There were people that could have looked after you. 
There are dreams in your sleep and there are dreams of the heart, desires. When the two strike, a chord, a superhuman connection is ignited. Your soul becomes present. It is then you become aware of something about you that is a spiritual essence. It is then the physical and the spiritual come together in the attunement. The zones of the divine ushers balance in place. I was coming to the end of the third decade of my life. New beginnings were about to lead me on a path of purpose. From that day on, I no longer had the uncomfortable feeling to lash out in response to my little boy's misbehaviour. My heart opened. They say truth will set you free, and it does. My heart expanded. This revelation started a new trend in my life, but there was more. Truth doesn't end with one truth. Once the door gapes open, the light reveals more and more. The glow of truth persists. You ask yourself, do you really want to ignore it or do you bravely enter into its wisdom? Until next time, join us at DebraBerry.tv. And remember to sign up for your exclusive VIP membership to access all the episodes of the ARIA. We are the home of the brave and the ridiculously resilient. There is mystery every time you turn the kaleidoscope. There is magic each time you close your eyes. Now venture into the true intention of your imagination. Daydream, meditate and visualise. The creation of you is in transcendence. Well, how was it? Did you find what you were looking for? What did you see? What did you hear?